Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Mind Body Clarity. I am Amber Price, and I help women just like you reclaim your personal power by developing your intuition so that you can align authentically to a lifestyle that you create and design through empowered choices. I am going to share tips and strategies to help you live in alignment with your authentic self and feel empowered to make decisions with clarity. Let's go. Every one of us has been looking for our soulmate at one point in time or another. And thanks to Disney, we believe that it is our prince or princess that we're looking for that's going to come into our world sweep us off our feet, make us weak in the knees, and allow us to feel that big bang moment where the cataclysmic universes have collided and everything is taking shape in a way that there's no way we can't miss our soulmate, right? Like we know who this person is. We will witness who they are. We will identify them immediately. And we spend our whole life, sometimes not our whole life, but maybe our whole lives searching for that person who's going to give us that that feeling that you know the tingle in my toes the heart palpitations the you know sweaty palms that like oh my goodness you are a fabulous fantastic beautiful amazing person sounds cool right it's actually exhausting <laughs> So when you are looking and spending your energy searching for this one person who's going to tickle your fancy in a way that no one else has yet to be able to do, you are actually searching for something that the ego is looking for, not what the actual soul is looking for. Soulmates are people that we have agreed to live our life with. They are people that are going to enter into our life to provide support for us for a specific period of time or for a specific reason or for the entire life journey of your current human experience. So those are usually the three reasons why a soulmate could enter your life. It is not always that ooh, feeling that you get that you're looking for, that that passion, that desire, that, that connection, that heat, that fire. Because soulmates are more like a recognition of something that feels good to you. It feels peaceful. It feels balanced. It feels grounded. So so that original vibrational frequency that I was talking about at the beginning of all the woo-woo feelings, that's very, very, very different to what you're actually looking for if you're looking for a soulmate. Now, a soulmate can be someone who is in your life for a romantic connection, so your partner. But a soulmate can also be your child. It could be a coworker. It could be your neighbor. It could be your cat. It could be your mom. A soulmate is someone who essentially has agreed before you've come into human form. So when you're both in spirit, 
your souls have agreed to come in at certain points in your life to help with a reason, help with something purposeful, or to do life with you. And I think that the more that I learn through the universe than through spiritual guides that I've spoken to, whether my own or other people's, it becomes more relevant that we have to identify that there is not that big up and down wave with a soulmate. So, so, okay. That initial meeting of a soulmate is not going to be one that knocks your socks off. That's going to be like, okay, this is everything I've been waiting for. This has made me feel this way. And now I know that this is my soulmate. Sometimes soulmates come in very quietly. Soulmates um, enter your life and there might not be an immediate connection or a reason for, um, for meeting. Uh, let's say for instance that, oh, just the other day, uh, the plumber was here and he's, he brought his friend to help because his friend had a little bit more knowledge to help fix my faucet, which that's a nightmare and that's a whole different story. Anyways, we're almost there. But, um, he said, he said, can you believe that this guy and I have been passing for years, like passing each other for years, like we should have met like when we were kids, essentially, we hung out with the same groups of people. We were in the same industry. We had the same hobbies. We went to the same places and we went even to the same schools just at different uh, points in time. Like he said, I can't believe that I didn't meet him until now at this stage in my life. And I thought, you know what? The first thing that I heard from the universe when he said that was it's timing it's timing. This person is somewhat of a soulmate in, in friendship form to each other. Like they're, they're soulmate friends to each other, but the timing was not right for them to meet any earlier, likely because they probably wouldn't have hit it off like they did now. Because as we grow older, we become more mature. We become more grounded in who we are. We are more accepting of our unique life's purpose. And we come into our own in a way that we're okay with. And so sometimes that's what has to happen in order for our soulmate to come in. So, you know, that actually happened with me and my, my husband. Um, both of us had the same friend, like the same friends. Uh, we basically hung out at the same places. We basically were at the same events and yet we never, ever, ever met until the timing had to be right. So, so that's a big factor, right? So someone's going to come into your life at the right time frame. So we can't be in regret that we haven't met our soulmate any sooner because the universe knows when the timing is right because you don't want to blow it up when it's not the right time. You don't want to force it when it's not the right time. For instance, if you can think about um, maybe people you went to school with and you didn't really hit it off at that point, 
But then years later, you guys end up working at the same place and then you become great friends and you think, you know what, when we were in high school together, we really didn't like hang out or get along or like we really, you weren't really someone I would hang around with. But yet now, like you're the bestest of friends. Like that's when a soulmate, again, the timing has to be perfect because for instance, in that example, if you pushed it at that moment where you thought, okay, I have to force this friendship it could have completely went sideways and that would have caused harm and damage for the whole life, which meant that what the purpose of the connection was down the road would have never happened. And you're going to miss that opportunity. You're going to miss that soulmate's opportunity to help your soul. So soulmates are essentially people that are coming into your life that are have agreed before you've come to human form to help you with something, to do life with you, or for a period of time. And so when that happens, you have to be open to the fact that they also might come in fast and furious, such as, I did not like this person when I met them. They came off wrong. The first impression was terrible. Yet after we got past that, it was good. Because sometimes our soulmates come in and they're trying to help us learn a lesson So they're there for a specific reason. So they help us learn a lesson. And because our soul doesn't want to do that, essentially, well, our soul wants to do it, but our ego doesn't. So we resist it. And when we resist it, it becomes like that person is horrible or that person's making me uncomfortable or they're causing me a problem. Where meanwhile, they're actually just trying to help you do what they said they were going to do. And this is the way they chose to do it. Because we don't really know how We're going to help someone when we come here until we are here faced with the tools and strategies and techniques and and materials and opportunities that we have in those moments in order to do it. So, So back in spirit form before we come to human form, when they say, hey, I'm going to come and I'm going to help you with this specific thing, or I'm going to hang out with you for a specific period of time, or I'm going to be someone you do life with, the actual... um, cause and effect isn't isn't planned out. It's going to be what the opportunity presents based on your free will as a human. So that's why when someone says, when will I meet my soulmate? There's so many factors that are involved, especially when you're living life through um, fear or limiting beliefs or a lower vibrational frequency. Because all of those things are impacting the timing in which you're going to meet your soulmate. So that's very important. That's why it's that's why there's so much um, talk about self-care and self-love and knowing who you are before you know how would you know how anybody else is going to affect you or influence you if you're not in the right space. And so so knowing those things are important in the timing and the divine intervention of your soulmate. So say for instance, if someone asked me this, I would say, okay, well, I see this and I see that. Basically, like if you continue on this path that you're on and you're in this state for a period of time, then I see it happening at this time with this people and this type of person. But should you change course? Should you work on this? Should you expand on that? you are going to be over here at this time frame. So what 
what people don't understand in that moment is that you hold the power. You hold the ability to co-create your experience and you're not giving yourself enough power and authority to do so because you're, you're relying on that other person coming to find you or you actively trying to find them and therefore then missing them altogether. When we focus so hard on something, it actually eliminates it. it we, we don't see it. It's like that saying, I can't see for looking. And the same is true when I'm doing um, mediumship readings. If somebody that I'm reading is trying so hard for something to be said or done, it actually blocks it because the energy is not good. It's not, it's not aligned with the higher good. So it's not authentic and it's not genuine. And so, so spirit knows that and it doesn't come through that. And that's the same thing with your spirit guides and your soulmates. And so if we're talking about a soulmate in a romantic relationship, this person will feel very much like a friend first. They're going to feel like you can tell them anything, that they're there for you. Sometimes in a point of a soulmate relationship, like a romantic one, it sometimes starts to feel like your cousins or your brother, sister, or your brother, brother, sister, sister, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what that relationship is. Sometimes it starts to feel very platonic or very much more like friends because you're, you're in this capacity vibrating at a state that's so deep and so soul connective that the, that, that the romantic part of it becomes a little bit lost in translation. So soulmates often don't even cause us very much trouble at all, actually. If you're doing life with a soulmate, they're going to be there. They're going to be your cheerleader. They're going to be helpful. They might tell you the ugly truth sometimes, but in general, there's not a lot of peaks and valleys. There's more of like a consistent, um, you know, walking a prairie. Like there's, it's more even keel. Now, you also do not have to have a soulmate in your life forever. As mentioned, like I said, sometimes soulmates come in for a season, so a short period of time, or they come in for a reason, like they come in just to help you with this and then they leave. Um, even the soulmates that you've chosen to do life with, they may not leave. For instance, if you're in a romantic relationship with the, the soulmate that you've chosen to do life with, and the two of you decide to part ways and you get divorced or separate, um, you may have common friends or children or family that stays connected over time and that your your role in each other's lives change, but but the soulmate connection stays consistent. It's like when you get a divorce and you still help your in-laws out or you still go to family funerals or you still stay connected to uh, the in-laws, or both of you are parenting your children together and you're able to co-parent great. Um, you can have difficult conversations. You can feel like you can approach them for things and, and talk to them or even get help with stuff. And so you, you treat them like another human being essentially, right? With respect and love and compassion and forgiveness and understanding. And so it doesn't mean that your soulmate has to stay with you for your entire life. It doesn't mean that there's one soulmate. There's more than one soulmate out there. It just depends again on what their purpose is, what they've agreed to do before they came into the human experience. And also the biggest part and the only part that actually matters to you is your willingness 
to accept them into your life, to identify them, to nurture them, and to sustain that relationship, to be able to know when it's time to let go or when it's time to surrender to them, to be able to allow them (laughs) to be in your life in the capacity that you know that you want, but maybe fear is holding it back a little bit. So really the only thing that's important to you is to understand that your free will directly impacts your soulmate's ability to enter into your experience. And it directly relates to being allowed to letting it go or in terms of acceptance of it. So so that's a big part. Okay, so soulmates essentially are people you want to have around. Um, they are people that you're going to do multiple lives with. Sometimes these are p- called soul family members where you have done multiple lives with these people, but maybe in different relationships or different forms. Um, and so just identifying who your soulmate is in your life. If you can think of someone who you have done life with, a friend or a partner or your parent or child or whatever, that you just have this connection with. It's somewhat easy. It feels good. You guys get each other. Um, you know, you're closer maybe than the average bear. So just knowing and identifying who those soulmates are in your life. And also accepting the timing of it. Like if we're talking about love interest, accept the timing of that. You might be ready you might think you're ready for love. You might think you're ready for your soulmate, but you actually have to kiss a few frogs before you get to that person. You have to be able to experience other individuals before you get to your soulmate because you have to be reinforced of what you know you don't want now. These people are going to show you what you know you don't want, what you're not willing to tolerate, helps you form your boundaries. It helps you identify yourself, helps you come into your own, And those people are absolutely essential for your soul's growth and for the quality of the relationship that you will form with your soulmate when the time is right. So this is different than a twin flame. And so I'm going to get into what a twin flame is in a different episode. But for today, I really wanted to talk about soulmates because, you know, people are always looking for that. And I feel like you probably have more soulmates in your life than you believe you do at this moment. And it's identifying what type of soulmate you're looking for. And if it's a soulmate you're really wanting to spend your life with or to be in a romantic relationship with. So those are some um, points to consider. I know that when I was growing up, I always was told, oh, you want your soulmate, you want your soulmate. But you know what? I ended up with a twin flame and a soulmate. My first marriage was a soulmate and my current marriage is a twin flame and both were very purposeful to my soul's journey and I'm very grateful for both of them and so it's it but they are very very different and that was an interesting experience for me so I'd be interested to hear your experience with a soulmate or twin flame or if you know if you've got one versus the other and we'll talk about twin flames next time. You just listened to Mind Body Clarity with Amber Price. Thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's topic, please rate it and share. See you next time.